Former U.S. National Rugby Team Captain. Team Captain. Head Coach and General Manager. General Manager. Now, the co-founder and CEO of the New England Free Jacks. Now. Now. Full Contact CEO with Alex Magleby. Hey, everyone. Thanks for joining Full Contact CEO today. I am your host, Alex Magleby. I'm also co-founder and CEO of the high-flying New England Free Jacks and the buttoned-up Heritage Sports Ventures. Today, I'm joined by James Willis. The native Australian is an incredible, least successful entrepreneur, restaurateur, creative designer, surfer, casual rugby player, is it fair to say, Jamo? Yeah, none yeah. at all. None <laughs> <anymore. laughs> a little bit of be- beach touch or no? Yeah, a lot, a lot more surfing than rugby these days. Yeah. Jamo recently opened Fish in LA. It's a sustainable sushi restaurant and catering company. He's also a partner and creative director of the secretive Palm Springs Surf Club. Jamo, welcome aboard to Full Contact CEO. Thanks, boys. Good to be here. It's great to have you. We're going to do a quick warm up. I'm just going to say a name and you say the first thing that comes to mind, okay? Okay. Wave Pool. Oh, Palm Springs. Harbor. Montauk. Southside. Um, history. Now we're going to test your Australianness. ACD, you're going to pick one. ACDC versus the Bee Gees. ACDC. ACDC versus NXS. Oh, NXS. NXS versus Crowded House. Oi. <laughs> I love them both, mate. Yeah. Okay. okay, we'll take Crowded House to the next round versus Midnight Oil. Uh, love Midnight Oil, too. Um, I'd have to go in excess. In excess against Men at Work for the championship. Oh, mate. God, you're putting me on the spot now. <laughs> um, I got Men at Work. Uh, good pick. Yeah. Good yeah. pick. Okay, we can be friends. Yeah. <laughs> Tell me, so you where in Australia are you from originally? I grew up in Brisbane, Queensland. Um, yeah, since since I was born uh, back in seventy eight. We're yeah. born the same year. Were you born in February? By uh, April. Oh, we're almost like there we go. Spirits. There you go. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah, mate, Brisbane, Queensland, uh, my whole life. I lived in uh Papua New Guinea, Rabaul too. As a as as it as as a young young boy, um, well, my parents spent a lot of time there. My grandparents there, the plantations there. So, um, but yeah, it was only I was when I was a kid. Yeah, and then how? What did life? Where did life take you? Did you do, do all your education and? Um... Yeah, I did all my education. I was in school from like year from year two to year twelve in Brisbane. I uh, went to St. Agatha's, which is a, a Catholic school in, in Ascot, Clayfield in Brisbane, and then uh, went to Brisbane State High. Um, rugby, played rugby there. Rugby Union. Rugby Union, yeah. Nice. Yeah. And then what happened? Um, well, I finished school, and then, you know, we'd been playing rugby since we were like six years old, club and school. And, um, yeah, I thought that I was going to be, you know, I played for Brothers Rugby club yeah um, famous brothers yeah so yeah so you know they i thought i was going to be playing a little bit more rugby after school and so did my coaches and everybody else but i just uh 
I mean, I just, I love to surf and travel and, you know, have the old party and, uh, just, you know, not, not have to train every day and get beaten up every weekend, mate, you know, so I kind of, I, I hung up the boots. Yeah. Pretty, pretty early on. Uh, rugby and surfing kind of have this intermixed culture at times. True yeah. or false? And why is that? Mate, I don't know. I, I, I don't know. It's like, it could be the adrenaline. Um, you know, it, it could be, yeah, I don't know, man. It's, it's, um, a lot of surfers like want to learn to surf, not necessarily good at it. They've, you know, but a lot of those, a lot of the other surfers, they love, we have, well, a lot of my mates just love to charge big waves. You yeah. know, I think it's that thrill, that excitement, um, you know, that rush of kind of being in the raw ocean and, and, you know, charging. Yeah. Brilliant. Yeah. Was that like an everyday thing growing up for you? No, man. I grew up in Brisbane. Uh, my family, you know, we grew up surfing a lot up in the north coast of Noosa and um, we'd catch up in Ullabar our whole lives. So it was every holidays, every odd weekend that we were, you know, rugby, playing cricket, swimming, you know, surf life, say, you know, whatever. It was uh, a long holiday thing and I just was obsessed with surfing as, as a young kid. So whenever I wasn't playing rugby, I was surfing for sure. Yeah. Yeah. And one of those sports that also takes you around the world, like like rugby, has a tendency to do. Yeah, correct. You know, exploring the world and going to places where you've never, you know, off the beaten track. You know, you take two, two, three days to get to some places, boats, you know, planes, trains, everything. It's a, uh, you know, it's, it's the adventure of storing that perfect wave for sure and, and living in, in a culture, eating their food and, you know, getting out of your comfort zone, you know, a lot as well, which is a, which is a big thing for us. You know, we're, we're a very... You really realize how sport we were growing, growing up in Australia for sure. Yeah. So LA now, but you've lived New York, London, kind of all over. Yeah. New York, maybe 15 years. Um, uh, LA, I know just coming under, took three and a half years, four years, three and a half years, and London for three years. Uh, I had two stints in London, actually, so around four years. So yeah. Yeah. I've spent half, I left, I left Australia when I was 21 and, pretty much spent a year there since so I'm 44 years old now. So what years were you in New York? Uh, 2005 to 2000 and, uh, 2018. I think. Oh, nice. Yeah. Yeah. A great group of Aussie boys that I played, uh, a Nyack New York athletic club with in the early 2000s. Oh yeah. 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 It's a good team too, though. Yeah, a great and great history, and they've they've done really well. You you've done kind of everything on the entrepreneur side. How did you get into? I mean, now you're you know potentially building this amazing wave pool concept, and yes, um, but you know you just opened Fish, uh, this awesome sushi restaurant. Take us through how you got into that entrepreneurial spirit originally. Um. Well, when I first, it all kind of started in in. Well, in New York, you know, I, when I arrived in New York, I, I literally knew one person. Um, and then one of my mates had Aussie boys. Well, one of my mates had a friend that was, it had a cafe in, um, called Ruby's, um, yeah. in, in Mulberry street. Um, and Aussie boys, it was probably one of the first Aussie cafes to be down there, um, in, in New York and, and on the, and so, yeah, so I ended up getting a job there, mate, just making some coffees, cleaning some tables and, um. And just worked my way up. I just, after a couple of months, I became, that became like a partner 
um, just with my background. And then, mate, then went on and just started, you know, getting to know a few of the right people, I think, and then started throwing some parties and events and started getting in the, into the promotion world. And then, yeah, then ended up opening up, we ended up opening up a couple other restaurants and I was just like, this wasn't for me. And then I ended up just coming into, I just thought, you know, there was a hole in, in New York with the, the music and the vibe and the people that we were hanging out with. I, I thought I could open my own nightclub, um, which we did, which was Southside. It went really, really well. And then that's that how it started my brand uh, in a way. Then we started doing the spots in the Hamptons, Harbour East, Harbour Montauk. We did a cafe called Booby Trap Cafe as well. So a lot, a lot of our clientele, you know, spent a lot of time in the Hamptons or Europe in the off season in summer. And because New York's quite, uh, you know, it's hot and it's, uh, it's not as busy as the winter, but it's, um, but yeah, mate. So I, I just, I just kind of just hustled and, and learned, learned the ways in New York and, um, and then decided that I wanted to, I saw Kelly Slater's wave pool one day and I was in the office in New York and I literally fell off my chair. And I was just so blown away and, and I just saw a different side of, of uh, a different, uh, like model of what, cause theirs was just a wave pool, but I saw that, you know, the restaurants, the bars, the entertainment, the surf, you know, the, the surf comps, you know, building stages and that surf academies, all that kind of stuff around it. Um, so that's why I, I sold everything out of New York and bounced to the desert in Palm Springs, had no clue what I was doing. Didn't have a deal yet. Um, but now, yeah, we're now we're, uh, we've been working on past week surf club now for three and a half years and, um, yeah, we're going to be, op- we, you know, we're going to be opening this year. Um, the pool's getting built. It's, it's going to be in the most amazing waves. I think the world's going to see, to be honest with you, um, te- a, a, a technology that hasn't been at, at a commercial, at, at, at a commercially at, at this size. So yeah. yes, mate, we're all like really, really excited to, to showcase that it's, it's a big deal. There was a lot of, uh, there's a journey to get to, you know, during that COVID raising money and, you know, um, living in the desert after being in New York for, you know, 14, 15 years straight, the desert with, it was, it was, it was a culture shock. <laughs> to say the least. Long, yeah. And I, I hadn't really lived in a suburb for like 20 years. So it was, um, hot desert, different people. And, uh, but mate, I love it down there. And, and then while we're, while this has been getting built, um, I just saw that, that I, I met us, I, I met a guy and his, his fish was just amazing. And our sushi chef Colin with bread. And he's a, he's a surfer from, um, Oceanside, you know, real good guy. And he's been doing a lot of the big events here for a long time. And so, yeah, so I tasted his sushi. And then, then uh, the next day I, I woke up and called him up and said, you know, let's, uh, we should, we should meet. I think you need to, I need to put you in a restaurant. Um, you should be my partner. And, um, and here we are like six months later, we've got the little fish is open, um, which is doing really well, which is you pick up delivery. Um, and then big fish is opening, which is a hundred, 120 seat restaurant in three weeks, uh, in Culver city as well. Um, you know, and we're building, we've got a construction site now at ocean, at ocean beach. I mean, at, um, down San Diego in Oceanside, um, and we've got the catering company, which is going really well. So, you know, there's a, there's a lot going on for sure. Absolutely. So you, they, they say you don't really know business until you've tried to start and run a restaurant, let alone doing it in New York City. What yeah. are some of the kind of lessons that you've learned from that experience? 
Oh, mate, it's it's the hustle. It's it's every day is a new day in New York. You know, you can't. There's so much competition. There's so much. There's people opening up new clubs. There's new restaurants with more money, with more. You know, marketing budgets. You know, and you know you you've got to be you've got to be like you'd be competing every day. You got to make sure that events there. You know, you got to make sure the right parties, the right events, the right brands, the right people, or everyone are kind of coming to your place. You know, and that was my job. Um, this is keep just having the right scene there in New York is it's it's a big deal, but it's the hustle. It's the it's it's winter, it's cold, there's people on Tuesday night that don't want to go out. Right. You know what I mean? It's how you're gonna get them out. So and we did that and uh, you know the nightclub went for I think nearly eight eight, nine years. Um I, I sold out after like four or five. Um but yeah, it's it's what definitely one of the longest nightclubs it's it's right downtown for sure walk me through in the nightclub business because just the, the I, I get a feeling of massive liability when when like trying to hear running a nightclub right um how yeah. much fun people have but how difficult that can be with just you know how people can behave uh late at night how did you go about once starting that but then kind of managing it and, and growing it um yeah mate i think that all kind of came naturally to me, but being in New York, you're dealing with all sorts, right? It, it's not, you know, down the, the Gold Coast or, you know, it's Sydney going to a little local place. It's, you know, it, it's New York, you know, um, and it's, it's high intensity. Um, you don't know what, you don't know what's going to happen any time, any time of the night. And with people with alcohol, you know, it's, uh, Anything can happen. You just got to be aware of it. You've got to have your right security in place. But the whole, it's the most important part of that nightclub business is the door. You know, making sure the right people are getting to that door. Um, you know, I never let single guys in. I never let big groups of guys in unless we yeah. do. Um, you know, my whole concept was I kind of pretty much had 70, 70% women in my club the whole time, you know. So, and with the right guys and... Um, yeah, it's it's great because otherwise you, you can you can lose it in one night. That, yeah. that respect, oh, yeah, that work, yeah. yeah. It's like the brilliance of Studio Fifty Four and just managing that door and the exclusivity and just yeah, well, correct, yeah, and making sure the right people get. I'd, I'd I'd sometimes keep you know hundred people in line, and I'd have thirty people in there. You know what I mean? People would be waiting in line. They'd get in and be like, "Well, <laughs> and this, you know," and it was like, "Well, there's the thirty of the right people." In. You know, and it sounds bad to say that, but it's like if you start mixing the crowds and you've got to know the crowds, where they come from, what parts of New York, it's from Jersey or it's from like, yeah. you know, it's, 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 it's your job to know. And it's, it's sad to say, but it's just kind of how you have to do it. Yeah. A lot of nuance to that. You know, I look at the, the businesses you've ran very much. I mean, you're in the experience business. You're, you're providing opportunities for people to spend their time. Yeah, and that's what we're. I mean, with us with a sports team and our match day festivals, that's what we're we've been aiming to do, right? Is just making sure that if they're going to give us two hours or a whole day, that whole driveway to driveway experience is something that they want to replicate, and they get they derive great joy from it. What can our business, you know, a rugby club that runs festivals around it, learn kind of from some of those experiences that you've had? If you were running you know, a sports entertainment team right now. And what are some of the things that you would take from the nightclub life, the restaurant life and do differently than 
um, perhaps currently exists in the sports entertainment complex? Matt, it's, I think it's all about it's, it's associating yourself with the, you know, the right people, the right brands, you know, for you, if you're doing a festival, the right music that, you know, that corresponds to your crowd, you know, making sure that everyone in that, in that space is familiar with what you're bringing to the table a little bit so they can, you know, if it's the music, you know, if it's throwbacks, if it's something that people, it's going to bring back memories, you know, all that kind of stuff. Um, yeah. And, and just, just keeping people alive and, and with entertainment and, and, and the, everything around it, just keeping everyone just on their toes and, you know, it's, it's switching things up. You know, you can't just be having the same music every night or the same DJ every night or, you know, the different, same marketing plan. It's, you've got to be, you've got to be in the moment. You've got to be new. You've got to be like, you know, give, giving something to people that they want to hear at the same time as they're familiar with at the same time. If that makes any sense. Yeah. 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 Keep, keep it new and refreshed, but make sure that it's still very much aligned to the brand and the authenticity of, of, of that. Yeah. Yeah. And, um, just so, so they can correspond with that, you know, so they don't feel out of place if they don't, you know, get what's going on. I don't know. Yeah. yeah. And, and, and you've obviously branded things really well, um, over time and continue to do so. Tell us about speaking of brands, the Beverly Hills rugby club. So that was, that, that was, a, that was my mate, Sammy Cooper that did Beverly Hills rugby club. He's one of my very, very close friends, um, here. He has Grand Blanco and Great White. His, you know, his, his sister's married to my best friend, um, you know, growing up, so I was six years old, it's his family, Sammy. So all the boys in the team. Um, I, I know them, um, they, they had the best time ever the, you know, <laughs> as you said, Drew was in there, I was in there, like the, some of the yeah. players I got playing for them was, is insane. Um, their uniforms, like going to Ibiza, playing in Vegas. It was just a ride for those boys. I, I didn't play. I just, I had shoulder surgery. Um, I hurt myself surfing and took my bicep and labrum and, and, and then they asked me to play and I was like, boys, I've just been in rehab for nine months. I'm like. Yeah, I, 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 putting my boots back on and, and missing a swell or kind of not being able to surf because I played one rugby game again and being injured was, was, yeah. <laughs> not an option. And where I work, you know, black eyes and, and you know, my arm in a cast, it was just, it's not good for hospitality that, that good. No, yeah. no, two black eyes doesn't, <laughs> or it might if you're working door. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I don't mind that stuff. But yeah. Yeah, it's, um, that's another thing, yeah. We don't mind. We all have a little bruiser. And what what can you tell us about the Palm Springs um, Surf Club? You know, I know you mentioned it. And you're getting close to opening, um, but what can people expect? You, you said the technology is going to be fantastic in terms of the pool. How does that actually work? Um, well, it's 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 a uh, it's a it's a it's a, a technology. So it's a pneumatic. So it's an air, air chamber technology. So it's um, you know, so we can actually we can basically control the wave a lot more. Okay than okay. anyone else so there's a lot of different settings so it's like being in the ocean okay uh, it changes yeah okay. yeah so it's not just yeah. you want to get left and a right and left and a right might be big or smaller you're going to have lefts rights double barrels single barrels whatever and we can pump it up to six forts and just yeah i can't say much on it but it's um but it you know it's 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 got the wave component. We're building it like a, like a, it's like whole concept is basically like a, like a ski resort. So, you know, so it's, you have a beginner, intermediate and advanced and so yeah. you can learn and it's, it's controlled. It's like it, mate, at six o'clock, it's your wave. Okay. Yeah. 
if there's no wind, there's no tides, there's no sharks, no one's, no one's hustling you for a wave, you know, at six o'clock, I'm going to get 20 waves or whatever it is. And there's, it, it awesome. just takes the whole stress out of surfing. Okay. So then if you want to learn, you can learn on the greens and you get up to the, you know, then you get up to your diamonds, you know, yeah, uh, brilliant idea. So, yeah. So, and, and, and it's, and it's, and it's control. And that's the whole thing about this. And, it, and, and it's just going to really help people be, um, be better surfers and swimmers in the ocean as well. You give, give kids who can't get to the ocean an opportunity to learn to surf, which is what's yeah. already coming down in the desert with us too. So yeah, it's really cool. Yeah. For the whole family, like two to 92 options. Yeah. And that's the thing too. It's like, you can, it's, it's designed. It's like, it's, it's a level of where it's like beautiful restaurants and bars and, you know, we have built an amphitheater and, and just things that's where it's just, it's, yeah, it's, it's for the whole family. There's a, it's a water park. There's water slides so that kids are, the mom can be having a, you know, the mom's having some rosé in the cabana and the kids are on the water slides uh, surfing and they, 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 they turn it around and they're all, you know, there's a golf course next door and it's, uh, yeah, it's for the whole families. And, but then we can turn it on and do amazing events, you know, for Coachella and all that stuff. It's built, right, right, right. built for events. Do you, are you, will you run it as a day event or will you, are there plans to monetize lodging and other pieces, kind of an all-inclusive? Yeah, there's, yeah there's, it's, a, it's a day event, but lodging is definitely in the future for sure. Yeah, smart. Yeah. Very smart. Yeah. Rapid fire questions here. Um, mm. This is from producer James Herrick. He's saying this. What makes Australians the life of a party? <laughs> well, I think it's, I think it's, <laughs> I think it's their energy, you know, I, yeah. I think they just have a bit of a, don't give a shit yeah. uh, personality where they're like, I'm having fun. If you like me, that's great. If not, this, this is who we are, you know, uh, definitely a lot of energy in the room when there's a good Aussie boys for sure. Yeah. yeah. I'd agree. I'd agree. Mm -hmm. Uh, best surfing des destination. Uh, Indo. Yeah. Indo. Favorite, favorite tour. Do you have a favorite tour moment or trip moment? Oh, mate. Um, we drove 2001. We drove, I got picked up in France and the boys drove from London to Morocco and we spent six months in a van. Um, um, France, Spain, Portugal, um, Morocco, back and then drove back up to London. Um, but we spent months in the Basque country surfing, uh, sleeping outside, uh, in our board bags under, you know, in Morocco, on the desert, camels walking past in the shepherds in the morning, surfing empty waves. Um, yeah, mate, it was, uh, that was, that was an amazing trip, but yeah, yeah. It, it sounds like it. Yeah. There's, there's been lots of trips, so. A lot of your designs, another rapid fire here, a lot of your designs have kind of that retro feel look. Um, they're awesome. What's the inspiration uh, for that? Hey, I don't know. I think it just it just comes out and kind of my aesthetic of kind of when I do my designs, it's a little bit more loud. I kind of go there where a lot of people wouldn't. I, I take a few risks um, and I blend it in um, the right way. So it, it, it it complements each other with the menu, the food, the design. It's, 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 it's elevated. Yeah. If you, if you get what I mean. Um, yeah. It's clean. Yeah. You know, I, I want to be a bit side out of the box, but still kind of edgy and kind of sexy. That makes yeah. sense. 
and also feel like it has a legacy, which is which is a, a cool piece to that. Yeah, sure, sure. That's no, cool. Yeah, you you do a great job of it. I, I think it's awesome. I think we can all learn from how you go about that and then building audience on top of the brand, um, especially in businesses that are highly competitive. Um, yeah. Speaking of, you know, we're CEO of a sports entertainment company in rugby in North America, right? In um, the largest and most competitive sports entertainment space. If you're in my shoes, in kind of this nascent um, position, but growing rapidly in terms of Major League Rugby and the Free Jacks, what would you be focusing on? Um, I'd be focusing on on your brand and how you market it, you know, and, and how the world it deceives you and how the, how your brand works, who's associated with the brand and what your brand represents. You know, I think that's one of the most important things. And just so people, like we spoke about before, that people kind of feel like they might have a little familiarity with, with your brand and, and what you're doing, you know? Um, yeah. Yeah. I, I, this, I, I think it, building a brand and marketing the brand the right way, um, if, if, for who represents your brand like yourself, you're an ambassador of that, you know, who, what you represent. You know, um, you know, from, from, you know, Instagram to your marketing channels, anything like that. I think that's very, very important for sure. Yeah. Well said. I mean, your brand has to be authentic, but then you, you have to actually live it, right? It has to be. And for us, that's, you know, be humble, which for us puts the community first, yeah, you know, be hungry, which is do the work to execute. And the last one, and can't be lost. And the reason we're all doing this is to have fun. And I Correct. think that gets lost a lot. And I think if you see and. Uh, you know, when we get you to a match and hopefully that that'll be the feeling you have and be like, wow, that was joyful. I want to be a part of that again. And I didn't even know what the score was on the field, but I still had a great time. Yeah, correct. 100%. Yeah. And um, you get up loving what you're doing every day and it's, you know, you, you want to thrive to be better at it. And, uh, you know, and that's like with rugby, like with surfing, you just, you're, this, you want to be better. You want to get better all the time. If it's a fitness and you're tackling or taking off on a bigger wave or you know, pushing yourself to charge a bigger wave, you know, and I feel like that's how it was my mentality with, um, with the nightclub in New York or, you know, coming up with the concept of, of, um, you know, I'm going to build a, I want to build a wave pool or, you know, we, I think we're going to build a sustainable fish restaurant. You know, it, it's, you, you, people, a lot of people like to talk, you know, and I'm, I'm not, you know, I'm just saying that it, it, it's, 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 it's all about execution. You know, it's all about fucking okay. <laughs> together, you know, like in your head, okay, I'm going to do this. And then you've got to go and raise the money. And then you've got to sell yeah. the dream to an investor. Then getting the money is the hardest part. Paying it back to you, you know, it's like you, you have a lot yeah. of your shoulders being that guy that has to do that, right? Um, but then as you get older and you've got, you know, you've got some business under the belt, and you've got proven record and people will put money behind you. And, and, and then my whole concept too with, with, with my, with the fish, uh, my investment team, everyone's strategically chosen, which has been like a, an amazing thing for us because it's it's just like it, I've got all these amazing business minds, and they're all they're there for all different reasons. The business that it, it trained me and helped me build the business. Oh, you know what I mean? It's because it's like yeah. I've got all these amazing people around us, and and then they would put money. They they they're not just an investor. These guys are involved. Ask me if I need something, they're there and. We've got, yes, yeah, so the team, we're ready, we're ready to build this thing, you know, and so the same thing with um, Palm Springs Surf Club. The investors are amazing. The whole team's amazing. The guys I work with, um, I, I learned from all of them all the time. And, um, you know, it's it's all of those guys that, that did it, 
You know what I mean? I just did my little part of my job, but it's just all the other, my other team and the other vet, you know, it's, it's, you know, everyone has their job and, and, and you've just got to man up and execute it. So well said execution, but yeah, getting the right partners at the beginning and hiring the right staff at the beginning is, um, certainly a lot of yeah. lessons there for sure. Yeah. Jamo, how do people, um, get a hold of you on social? Um, it's just at Jamo Willow. I think it is Jamo Willow, um, on my social. Yeah. You, yeah. Um, did me if you had any queries about it and stuff. Absolutely. Um, but yeah. Yeah, it's uh, so, next time you're in the LA area. Little Fish is now open. It's, it's going to be amazing that then Big Fish is opening when? In like three, four weeks. That's awesome. Three, four weeks. Yeah. So that's even more elevated. Amikaze, you know, fine dining. Um, it's going to be more of a bath. It's going to have a bath, bail and tour as well. Um, yeah, it's, it's, it's coming. Yeah, come and taste this fish. And we're all ethically, you know, sustainably. Local fish in California, Baja, you know, we, we're not importing any fish from Japan or anywhere. We're all, you know, it's a California Japanese restaurant. It's, it's our take, it's my take on our sushi in California. You know, we're all surfers. We live in the ocean. Um, you know, <laughs> you know, it's just like, it's for us. This is what our take on the rules. Everyone, our chefs, everyone, everyone's avid surfers, divers, you know, spear fishing and it, and we've lived on the ocean and, and, and spent a lot of time, a lot of time in the ocean in our lives. So this is kind of our take on our sushi and it's super fresh and, uh, we're excited to show everyone. Um, you're making me so hungry. Like I'm like, <laughs> you talk about, it, I'm like, oh my God. Next time you're down here, please. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. I'm Soon to enough. Soon yeah. enough. And then, um, the Palm beach surf club, how do people find out more? Palm Springs surf club. Yeah. Palm Springs. Sorry. Yeah. No, not Palm Beach. Yeah, no, a lot, a lot of people say that. Um, mate, yeah, so we're opening up, you know, sometime in the end of, you know, this summer, hopefully. Okay, so this, this year? There's no dates. Yeah, it's it's, it's this year. Um, it's just, we just, yeah, some sometime towards the end of the year. We're going to be opening, yeah. So we'll be testing some waves pretty soon. And, uh, yeah, it's all pretty top secret. So the world's going to see something come out pretty soon, for sure. So awesome. Yeah. Jano, thank you. Uh, that's fantastic. And best of luck uh, with the adventures ahead. I can't wait to um, sample certainly the fish. And I'm not the world's greatest surfer, but I definitely will learn at the pool at some point. Said, mate. We'll get you. We'll get you. Yeah. Yeah, I'll yeah. bring the kid for sure. They'll yeah. love it. Well, Everybody, th thanks for listening to the latest episode of Full Contact CEO. Stay tuned for a slate of exciting guests in the world of sports, business, and, of course, rugby. Don't forget to subscribe and make sure to follow us on Instagram and Twitter. JMO's at JMO Willow on IG. They spell that right with the J A M O W I L L O. Brilliant. So good. Thank you. Yeah, guys. Thank you. 